Hard Feelings by Mark Coggins is a bang bang thrill ride, says best-selling author Seth Harwood, who adds that the lead character of Winnie is a female Jack Reacher. Find it in ebook or trade paperback wherever books are sold. In this podcast, it's read by author Mark Coggins. Learn more about Mark and his other novels at markcoggins.com. Chapter 2 Winnie She found Reardon in a trailer park in the northwest corner of the city, nestled at the base of Mount San Jacinto. His trailer had started life as a single-wide, but at some point had been encased in wooden sheathing that extended from both sides like wings to form a pair of carports. It was better than some in the park, but worse than most. The sheathing and the trailer itself were painted pink, and the concrete in the carports was stained, forest green. The lawn in front consisted of a semicircle of dirt that extended out from the dented aluminum skirt of the trailer. River rocks, weeds, and a half-buried truck tire were the only things that broke the chalk-like surface of the dry desert soil. Reardon stood beneath a floodlight in the carport on the right. Around him was a mismatched collection of dumbbells and barbells, and a wobbly-looking bench and power rack. He loitered shirtless in cut-off sweatpants and tennis shoes by a table with a bottle of whiskey and six shot glasses. Invisible in the gloom across the street, she watched as he threw back a shot then got down to work on the bench to press what looked to her practiced eye to be around 350 pounds. He did five reps with relative ease, but strained to finish a sixth, grunting and tensing the muscles in his neck as he barely managed to bring the barbell into the holders at the top of the uprights. He lay on the bench for a moment to catch his breath, then levered himself upright, and shambled back to the table, where he downed another shot. Once again, she reassessed her decision to seek him out. Her late husband had thought him a drunken buffoon. Reardon took stupid risks, was a complete Luddite, he didn't even own a cell phone when she had known him, and he ran his mouth when he shouldn't. He wasn't even a good detective in the conventional sense. Yet somehow this buffoon made things happen, and, more important, he had saved all of their lives. Standing in the dark by a palm tree, she shrugged. She shrugged, even though no one could see her, and even though shrugging required a level of conscious thought from her way beyond what most people gave it. She knew she really didn't have a choice. She knew she needed his help, and she knew she owed him. If she didn't warn him, the winemaker's thugs would find him as surely as she had. And if there was one person the winemaker hated more than her, it was August Reardon. As she crossed the street, he returned to the bench and maneuvered his torso under the barbell. He lifted it from the uprights and let it drop to his chest. 
He worked to complete a shaky repetition, just barely finding the strength to lock his elbows, and hesitated with a weight balanced above him. Just when she was certain he would realize it was time to call it quits, she heard him say, Fuck it. And he let the bar down again. She stepped into the circle of light and approached the bench from behind. Reardon's face was contorted under the barbell, but she could see that he had aged. Wings of gray sprouted from his temples, and the scar at the corner of his mouth seemed deeper and more pronounced. The skin at his throat had lost elasticity. She watched as the bar dropped lower. Reardon groaned and squeezed his eyes closed, unaware of her presence. In another moment, he risked fracturing his sternum, or worse, choking himself to death. She reached a hand between the uprights and took hold of the barbell at a spot between his grip. She pulled. He seemed not to understand what was happening at first, but eventually he opened his eyes and strained his head back to see above and behind him. You, she said as she yanked the barbell onto the uprights, need a spotter. You have been listening to No Hard Feelings, a finalist for the Forward Reviews Book of the Year Award. Find it in ebook or trade paperback wherever books are sold. In this podcast, it's read by author Mark Coggins. Learn more about Mark and his other novels at markcoggins.com. Thank you.